and welcome to the Hearth and Hedge podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you with me today. If you're listening to this episode on April 17th, 2023, happy Herbalist Day. Uh, if you're a budding herbalist, pun intended, uh, today is a great day to head over to the herbalacademy.com and sign up for one of the many great courses they offer for 20% off. Uh, they are not a sponsor, but they have great classes, so check them out. Now for today's topic. One of the most frequent questions I get is, how do I join a coven? So today I'm going to shed some light on the word, traditional covens, and the new types of covens that are popping up today. First, let's chat about the word coven. According to Oxford Dictionary, coven means a group of witches who meet regularly. Merriam-Webster defines the word as a collection of individuals with similar interests or activities, or an assembly or band of usually 13 witches. In mythology, a coven is a band of witches who meet at night to make potions and spells, do nefarious deeds of or, you know, of course, eat babies. Visuals of the three weird sisters in Shakespeare's Macbeth come to mind, stirring their cauldron and chanting, double, double, toilet, dribble. And finally, according to the Llewellyn Publishers website, a coven is a group of practitioners of witchcraft. The etymology of the word is a gathering of witches, circa 1660s, a meeting, gathering, or assembly, circa 1500. It's a variant form of covent in Anglo-Saxon, Old French covent or convent, and from Latin conventus. The variant form of these words as coven and the association with witches came about in Scotland but was popularized by Sir Walter Scott when he used it in this sense in Letters on Demonology and Witchcraft in 1830. So, now that we've gotten all that out of the way, let's get to the meat and potatoes. I am part of an amazing group of around 30 women who are all over the United States. Uh, we're all witches and will practice individually for the needs of each other whenever is needed. Once a year, we get together at Anahata's Purpose in Spring City, Pennsylvania, where we all originally met. Uh, we can't all get together at any other time, but we have little pocket meetups uh, when we can as well. I know <clears throat> that this isn't what some would call a coven, but I consider it one. However, my coven is not one that you can just join because we're friends first and coven second. Uh, we do bring people into the group, but it takes a majority approval and it starts pretty slow. In today's world, a coven can be almost any number. I mean, not one, because that would be solitary. But arguably, two is in a coven, right? But why not? There are magics and rituals that can easily be performed by two. Uh, recently, Deborah Blake published a really great book about the modern coven called The Everyday Witch's Coven, Rituals and Magic for Two or More. It's chock full of great ideas, um, and I highly recommend it. She has a list of things you can do with two that can also be done with many more. Labyrinth walks, new moon readings, back-to-back -back heart meditation, witchy work days and witchy get-together to renew protection pouches or make oils, etc., um, doing spell work as needed, nature magic, 
and guided meditations. According to Blake, her friend Lisa, who is a longtime duo practitioner, says the perk of having practiced together for over two decades and fairly exclusively for the last 15 years is that we know each other so well and often seem to be on the same curve of the spiral energy-wise. We can say anything to each other honestly and lovingly, and there is zero drama, and we could raise energy together with little to no effort. Big ritual gestures, while fun, are, lo- are no longer necessary. She goes on to explain that scheduling is easier with just two, which obviously, um, and I'm sure there are many other perks as well. Blake goes on to discuss some rituals for two, three, or even more. Uh, So if you're thinking about a coven, I highly recommend picking up a copy of this book. Uh, I have an interview scheduled with Deborah Blake coming up, so keep an eye out for that. I'm sure we will have more discussions about modern-day covens. So in a more organized or committed coven, There's usually a leader that is referred to as the high priest or priestess, but they don't always assume that name. This is the person who organizes meetings and writes rituals. The writer, uh, the writing of ritual can be done by one person or can be passed throughout the group with members taking turns. There are usually events scheduled for the entire year based on moon phases or Sabbaths, and there is often a specific way things are done or order of events. The leadership of the coven should make sure that you know these things before throwing you into a ritual setting. So how do you join a coven or find a group? Well, that is uh, the big question these days. Many of us are in the broom closet, rightfully so. So finding friends uh, like us can be difficult. But you'd be surprised what you can find with a simple Google search. You can also look on Facebook at the groups that are available there as well. Currently on Facebook, I'm a member of the Virginia Witches and Pagans group, and I even created one for the Fredericksburg area, so if there isn't one available in your area, consider creating your own. Once you've found some fellow witches near you, you can find out if there are any existing covens. Uh, you'll want to decide before choosing a coven what tradition you would like to join. There are many covens that are centered around a certain tradition, such as Gardnerian Wicca, uh, but there are also plenty that accept pagans of all types. Again, if there isn't an existing coven available, consider creating your own. I did a simple Google search in preparation for this episode for covens in Virginia, and there was actually a wealth of information Uh, There are plenty of options in Virginia, but nothing close to me, so maybe I will create a local coven. One great resource is mandragoramagica.com, and magica is spelled M-A-G-I-K-A, so mandragoramagica.com. They currently have listings in lots of places, including, and limited to, (laughs) the United States, Canada, the United Kingdom, Ireland, France, Germany, Brazil, Argentina, Australia, Chile, China, Costa Rica, Croatia, India, Italy, Lithuania, Mexico, Netherlands, New Zealand, Peru, Portugal, Romania, Serbia, South Africa, Spain, and Switzerland. 
In today's world filled with technology, we're able to find each other much easier, so finding a group to practice with shouldn't be too difficult. On the flip side, just as a PSA, we are able to find each other much easier, but so are the crazies, so be safe. Um, now I am going to share a little bit of a journal prompt instead of a spell today uh, because I think that it's it's worth doing before you go searching for uh, your soul sisters or brothers or siblings. Sit down, ground, take your journal, and really think about what it is that you want in a group of people to practice with. Do you want it to be something that is more organic where you just meet up when you can or when it seems practical or uh, when is needed? Or do you want to join a group that is more strict with you know, meetings every new moon or meetings every Sabbath or alternating new moons and full moons or you know, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, do you want a small group? Do you want a large group? Do you want um, to have to study, uh, be in a, in a group as word I can't think of, initiate? <laughs> do you want to be an initiate for a year and a day? Uh, or do you just want to jump in and be considered on the same level as everybody else? These are all things that you really need to, dis to consider. Um, do you want to join where all pagans are uh, are welcome? Do you want to grow, uh, join a heathen group? Um, I would suggest if you do join a heathens group that you join one that is um, that follows heathens against hate, because there are a lot of groups, especially in the United in United States right now, that are using heathenism as a form of hatred and a form of white supremacy. And so you really got to watch what you're jumping into there. Uh, but so just, just sit down and, and have a good chat with yourself and write it down about what you want, uh, what's, a, what's a must have and what's a would be nice so that you can really narrow down what you're looking for and then you can be more stringent on on who you talk to or, you know, more descriptive on creating your coven. I think that those are very important things. And, uh, okay, now I'm just repeating myself. Anyway, sit down and journal. <laughs> and now I am going to pull a card from the priestess Priestess of Light Oracle by Sandra Ann Taylor and Kimberly Weber. Today's card is Portal, Infinite Mind, Awakening, and Consciousness. This card heralds the coming of a very important and powerful time for you. It signifies no less than the awakening of your infinite and eternal awareness. A golden radiance encircles the crown chakra and third eye of this sacred priestess, representing the profound connections that reach from your own mind to the unlimited power of the divine source. This is the portal to your ultimate experience of inspiration. You are connected to the unending flow of beneficial information from the Akashic Records resonating all around you, touching on everything from creative or artistic endeavors to word pro work projects 
and even financial investments. This doorway to eternal guidance is open to you now. The record's energy, represented by the sacred geometry of the circle and triangle, vibrates through the ever-expanding flow of energy in your life. The circle is the very real vortex of your eternal consciousness, which is being sent outward in every direction by the arrows of your intention and life force. But just as the rays of your own light move out into infinite awareness, so do, too do the rays of the divine consciousness return to commune, commune with you. This magical connection can change your life in spe spectacular ways. It heightens your intuition, helping you harness the wisdom of the universe throughout all your experiences, great and small. When this card shows up in your spread, you'll find yourself making spontaneous, honoring decisions trusting your choices, and clearly seeing the future potentials coming to your life. The portal marks a time of expanding consciousness. Open the guidance of your own eternal mind and look to the future with confidence. The affirmation for this card is, Heavenly light opens my crown and brow chakras. I resonate with the eternal wisdom of my soul. I am divinely guided. Well, neat. What a great card. What a great card. So, my friends, go forth with the portal and the divine consciousness. And uh, thank you for coming to visit with me today. And I will see you next time. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge, on my website, thehearthandhedge.com, or you can email me at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon that can be found at patreon.com slash thehearthandhedge. If you like what you hear, consider leaving a review wherever you find your podcasts. You would think I would have this shit together. But no, here I am. Like, I've never done this before. It's my first time, guys. Never mind that I have 60 episodes under my belt. I just, you know, today... Today is, is just one of those days. <laughs>